All right, it's another episode of the Pin High podcast presented by Pin High Media. Uh, this week, we're going to talk the whirlwind of news that that the Live Golf Series has uh, has given us today. Uh, we're going to talk about Tiger Woods and how much money he turned down from the Live Golf Series. It was a lot. And uh, we're going to make some picks for both the Live event in London and then also the RBC Canadian Open. So let's get into it. This is Jordan Spieth here, and this is the Pin High Podcast. All right, right off the bat, let's get inside the ropes. Um, where do we where do we start? Because we're going to talk live, obviously, because that is just that is is consumed golf media right now. It is all I see on my Twitter feed. Um, the RBC Canadian really just unfortunately getting shafted by by uh, this event by this london event because it's it was supposed to be their first uh year back uh since 2019 because of covid but we're throwing that out the window because like it's not a great field really top heavy like the definition of top heavy but let's talk live yeah i mean so over the last couple of days, a lot has gone on with the live. I mean, we talked about it last week on the podcast. Uh, for those of you who have watched it on YouTube, uh, I suggest going over to your favorite podcast app, hitting the subscribe button, helping us out. Um, but yeah, we had DJ last week and and that was kind of the big name, but a couple more big names kind of joined the joined the live golf renaissance uh, this week. Um, I mean, Phil Mickelson, probably the biggest name, but we obviously knew that was coming. I think uh, Ricky Fowler has been rumored to to be joining. I, I'm not sure if that's confirmed. Patrick yet. Reed was put in that. I saw random Patrick Reed on the, deck. on a side deck. They put like um, John Doe, like two names: John Smith, a John Smith, and Patrick Reed. Like that's Patrick Reed is not a generic name, so no. he might be he might be going to the the live. Golf. They could have just been planning on getting him, and he's just not. But it honestly would make yeah. a ton of sense. I, mean, I don't just, know. So it'd be interesting to see after the U.S. Open, who just is all of a sudden like, "Oh yeah, I'm going." But yeah, Phil Phil was in 100 uh, percent. Released a statement. Um, I think we're up to a couple of players already resigned from the tour. I guess mm-hmm. the the Six? talk. Yeah, the talk behind that is like you can't get suspended if you resign. Like they can't sanction you at all. So. Um, that's like probably a ploy to be able to play in the majors, get your PGA tour pension, which is worth a lot of money. And, uh, yeah, keep going. I think Kevin Na was the first one to put out a statement resigning from the tour, but that's just a, a money thing. And then we found out a little bit more about how the format's going to be. Uh, there's going to be teams, which is interesting as a couple teams that are already together. Let me see. 12 teams. Find the list. Yeah. 12 teams. Uh, Team Stinger, which is uh, Louis Dazen's team. He yeah, has Brandon Grace and Charles Schwartzel on his team, right? Yeah, I mean... They have, so here's the thing. They have like this predetermined team, and they still get a first-round pick. Correct, because they probably have the least number of players on their team. I don't. I really don't know exactly how it's going to work, but um, we, there's captains for all these teams. Uh, Dustin Johnson, Graham McDowell. Ian Poulter, Kevin Na, Louis Ustase, and Martin Keimer, Peter Uline, Phil Mickelson, 
Sergio Garcia, Siwon Kim, Taylor Gooch, and Wayne Ormsby. Those are so your right after that. What's your favorite team name? Um, I think the team name is a little cringy. Like, like just the no, because they're all so bad. Yeah, they're all like really bad. bad Actually, I mean, I mean, I, I, I think like my, Torque. <laughs> Torque's kind Gooch. of funny for Gooch. I think Fireballs is funny just because it's Sergio. Um, he's like so fiery. <laughs> um, that, that, so that some bad. of them are really bad. So the Iron, so corny. The Iron Heads for Kevin Na. Um, the H Y Fires for Phil Mickelson. Yeah, team names are pretty bad, but uh, there's like logos for them too, which is funny. The Fireballs. Like the fireballs logo is so funny it's like it, it is clip art it's a firing golf ball wearing sunglasses and a big smile um terrible terrible logo but yeah uh players resigning this thing is in full effect uh i mean the big news today usga is allowing them to play in the us open so you'll see everybody at the us open which just makes the us open even more of a spectacle this year because DJ is going to have to answer the media at the U.S. Open, and that's going to be interesting. Be awesome. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I mean, whatever. He's very dry. So anyway, listen, I think it's long term the best thing for golf, or it is. But I, we'll see. You know. I mean, it's but just like it's right hard now. To, it's hard to figure it's out what it's going to be. So funny. It's yeah. so funny. I and love it. Happened, it's happened so quick too. Like over the past week, we've learned all this new stuff, and you just have like a lot of players from the PGA Tour just joining the the Live Golf. Uh, what are they calling it? In- invitational series? I mean, we'll find out more this week. First ones in London. Uh, the players are all there. There's like a draft going on. There's going to be some some sort of some sort of team aspect, which I kind of like that. I mean, yeah. we'll see how it uh, works, but. So, Jeek, where are they? Where are the fans going to watch it? I don't know. They're streaming it, YouTube. right? YouTube yeah. is that where they're streaming it for free? I think it's YouTube. Yeah, YouTube for free, which is, I mean, free golf. That's pretty good. Like, so they got, got you have to pay for ESPN Plus or like Peacock who's the guy from Premium. Golf Channel? They got again. Oh, I don't know. They got they got a guy from Golf Channel to be the voice. They got Troy Mullins from Golf Channel to be their on. Uh, Jerry, Jerry Fultz from Golf Channel. Jerry Fultz. They got um, Troy Mullins. Uh, she's going to be there on course. Um, like, you know, I think she's going to be like their Amanda Valionis. Yeah, there's a couple, couple of players from the Asian Tour uh, who played on the Asian Tour. Uh, Dom Boulette, uh, the former number one ranked golfer from Singapore, Suan Hen is going to be on the broadcast team. So, oh. I mean, they just have like a lot of, uh, a lot of broadcasts from, from the Asian tour, a lot of broadcasts from like places that you would know. Um, I'm interested to see if they do anything different than, you know, the normal broadcasts. I mean, I feel like CBS has done a pretty good job this year, but there, there's always more you could do. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure the first one's going to be a little bumpy. Oh yeah. If so, NBC also hired um, or Live Golf also hired Arlo White, who was like the NBC Premier League broadcaster. Oh, really? Yeah. So if uh, if DJ or like Taylor Gooch or like Louie doesn't win this week or like an Ian Poulter, like those, those like Phil Mickelson, those top tier guys, if like Sam Horsfield or a 
you know, one of the Asian tour players wins this week, that's going to do some serious damage to the to the momentum of the Live Golf Tour series. I mean, yeah, but that would almost be. I think that would be almost better. I don't know. And I think it's like you don't think because just because you don't think like like you went into the podcast last week saying like, oh, DJ is going to win every week. Great. Like, no, no, no. I that wouldn't be great. Could win every week. Could win every week. That wouldn't be fun. I mean, like the whole part of the PGA Tour is like, yes, your big players win, but also like somebody else wins. Um, Yeah, there's some good value. Like what I'm saying is they don't have to, to win, but if they're not down the stretch in it, that's gonna suck for for the for the tour for the series whatever you right. want to call it. And then you have the whole team so aspect. Exactly. Which I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the, the team aspect so think, of things. Do the, I don't think the team thing goes for the. the t- <sighs> it doesn't go for the tournament winner. No, but no. it's like a a team. Like I guess over the course of the year, they probably accrue points. Yeah, which whatever. I feel like we pitched this like. Not that long ago, we on did podcast. It was it was sparked by this though. Yeah, obviously, but like, so. yeah, I mean that's that should be interesting. Twelve teams, forty eight players. Um, the, the website: twelve teams, forty eight players, intense competition, new rivalries. Live golf. They do do an interesting job of marketing themselves because it's just like. Which I mean, we didn't hear anything about them for like so long, and all of a sudden. They now they're all over the place. Yeah. yeah, all this marketing and everything. And like, you know, all the players were available to the media today. Uh, Taylor Gouge pretended like he didn't know what sports washing was. Um, said, I'm a golfer. I'm not smart. I try to hit a golf ball into a small hole. Just the weakest response <laughs> that I've ever heard. And then like Graham McDowell tried to explain it. And then he just throws in the we're not politicians. And then like, obviously, it's about the money and he doesn't say it. Outright, like, why don't they just say that's about the money? So, it's a good question because, like, they all sounded so dumb up there. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I guess, I mean, I'm sure they've been coached into what to say, but like, what are they? What are they going to say? I mean, I, I you would have gained so much more respect out of like just the people following this if they said like, yes, I went for the money. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, everybody knows that you went for the money, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's gonna be like a, a storyline throughout as we keep going on through the live golf saga, right? And then, is there any other things from that from that thread you want to mention on live golf? Um, I don't know. There's a draft that's supposed to be going on. Like, I I think that's like right now, but the media is not in, the media is not yeah. invited though. So, like, I don't know how we're supposed to figure out, like, who's doing what. Speaking like, of the media, we're kind of big J journalists now. We got, we don't have to disclose anything because we don't know if it's official, but got reached out to by somebody's PR team today that they want to come on. Yeah. Talk about some golf. Talk about, talk about big time. I mean, like I said, Go find us on your favorite podcast app. Subscribe. Talk we'll get more guests. Big time. No, when, um, I, when you sent that, I laughed out loud. I was yeah, like, I laughed too when I saw it. I like actually started dying laughing. I was like, why do they want to come on this podcast? But yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a fun conversation. 
Um, yeah, I mean, so I mean, one. I guess we we did. I barely. I I did say it, but the U.S. Open, they're allowing players to play. What do you think about that? Right move, wrong move. I think it's an interesting move for the PGA Tour to see that happen. Um, I don't. I think the USGA probably does the right thing here by just kind of staying out of it. You know, they they're just like, yeah, we'll we'll let them play. Just you know. We'll let the PGA Tour handle all this drama. Yeah, the first line of their their uh, statement: "We pride ourselves in being the most open championship in the world." True, it's an open championship, so it would come. It really would go against the the values of the tournament to not, um, you know, allow these players to play because they are qualified. The ones that are going to play, and so the ones that are in the field, they're qualified to play in an open. So can't really restrict them from doing that yeah unless your name is ricky feller not qualified well he's an alternate <laughs> yeah i know which you see that there's a guy from santa clara um who is now on the corn ferry tour but like he's literally like fresh off um college and like his like body was just like catting for him at like the locals and like the qualifier yesterday the quote-unquote longest day in golf and he like beat what's his name Patton Kazire in a playoff. And he's just like this, like young, young kid. Like he looks so young, um, like our age. Well, I guess like, so are, so is like Victor Hoffman, but yeah, <laughs> he just looks younger though. Um, cause he isn't, isn't famous yet, but it was just a wild story to see like that happen. Um, that day always comes, brings some cool stories. Yeah. I mean, Let's see here. I mean, a bunch of the PGA Tour players, like, obviously made it through. through Chase Cypher made it through. Did, did Joseph Brownlett make it through? I think he did. He was leading one of the qualifiers in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonas Blix made it through. Um, nice. Yeah, and then, like, there was a one guy, 57-year-old friend, Quinn, who's, like, from, like, Boston, like, right outside of Yeah, and he like, made yeah. it. I saw he was that. in a playoff. He was 57 and he was in a playoff of a 17 year old. So he's in a four for three, I think. Yeah. And he, and he bogeyed. But yeah. Someone else bogeyed. So it was fine. So they went off to another one and they, then I guess he got through. So it was an eight for three. Eight for three. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Um, and he didn't even make it through for US senior open qualifying. So. That's, it that's all wild that he's going to be teeing it up in the U.S. Open. That, that's just like, that's the best part about the U.S. Open is that like just any random people like Danny Woodhead was in the final qualifying. I think he shot 77, 73 and didn't make it. But like, imagine if Danny Woodhead was just randomly playing what in the U.S. Open. Going 77, 73 at like the hardest like pin location. Know, right? hardest golf course he finished, I think he finished like 14 shots out, but he made it to the final U.S. Open qualifying, which is crazy. Yeah. But moving on, yeah. we'll definitely talk some more, some more live when we get on to, to you know, the skins part of the episode. Yeah, next, next week nope. should be an interesting episode for live. Yeah, we'll have watched it. So, exactly. And next week on. is also U.S. Open week, so it's gonna be a big. That's gonna be a jam-packed episode. Yeah. Um. So let's move on to tour talk. Yeah. Okay, Billy, Billy, Billy Horschel winning the Memorial, kind of running away with it too. Yeah. Um, all I got to say about that is yawn. I mean, 
yeah, he made like a bunch of putts, and like he just like even when he hit a bad shot, he would nail a putt every time. Yeah, the Eagles. Um, cool. It's just it sucks when somebody runs away with it um, at such a good tournament because like that tournament truly can like be so good every year in and year out. It's just you know sometimes when someone does that to the um, you know not to the course, it does that to the field because he still only shot thirteen under, right? Yeah, uh, so, I mean, but he still. What he won by? He won by what? four shots. Yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. And like Max Homo finished T five, and what I there was like a stat. Yeah. So he he had ninety nine putts on on the uh, on the tournament, and nobody had ever broken a hundred on the PGA Tour in history. Ever. Yeah. Like, Which is never. wild. <laughs> Just like one of the most like oh you read that and you're like oh but then you're like wait. Something, something's wrong here. He didn't even win. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, like a lot of that can also be, you know, putting off the fringe or, you know. Yeah, you had to mission the green close. close. So, nonetheless, that is a wild achievement (laughs) to have 99 putts in four rounds. And also, I feel like we missed something from Live Golf. I mean, we didn't talk about any of the money that these guys were offered. I mean, yeah, I guess I kind of forgot. That last Phil week made what right? 300 million, 200 million. Phil got for for this two 200, I think. Um, a lot of money he got to play a <laughs> bigger deal than DJ, which we Tiger Woods got offered 125, 700 million dollars. Yeah, I, they didn't even like specify, they just said high like six digits, which could mean seven, eight hundred, nine hundred, like almost a billion dollars to play live golf, and he turned it down. Which I guess Tiger Woods is worth a billion dollars, but like if I'm Tiger Woods, you know, I'm <laughs> would seriously consider that at the age that I'm at and saying I only have to play in like a couple of these events. So the spin zone I put in our group chat on that was he could just take the money, play a season, and then dip out, donate it all to charity, and all of a sudden everybody loves him again. I mean, I'm sure that's there's like not how it works. I'm sure you have no, to play I, the contract events, would not work that yeah. way. But uh, yeah, that's like to have that much money to give to a golfer to play golf is insane. Um, I heard that Harold Varner the third turned down thirty-eight million dollars to play, which is like obviously not as much as DJ and Phil are making, but like he's not like a top top. So Taylor, that means golfer. Taylor Gooch got something around there. Yeah, he probably got a little more because he's a winner on the PGA Tour. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just like. These some guys have turned down a lot of money to play in this. I'm sure there's gonna be more players that are involved, but then again, there's only 48 players in each field. So there's gonna be like competition for this, I think. Like, you know, I don't think they make it any bigger than 48. So some guys are not gonna make the cut for playing in some of these events. Yeah, they won't miss a cut once they make the event. Oh, yeah. Well, there's no missed cuts in the event, yeah. but when they when it comes to playing in them, you know, Chase Kepler yeah. might not get the invite. <laughs> Is what it is. No, he might not, but maybe he plays well. You know, who knows? Different yeah. tour. Chase Kepka, first winner. I wonder how I wonder how the course will play. Um yeah, really know much about they're tournament. playing that's a really nice golf course. Like honestly, the quality of golf course that they're playing at at these uh events is pretty good. Um and there's not gonna be any boring golf courses, which is which is that's nice. also a leg up on the PGA tour. There are a lot of boring golf courses on the pga tour which whatever i mean they they didn't go to some of these for some reasons a couple of trump 
courses out there that they like moved away but like trump ben mister sick course yeah um doriel like sick course um yeah so they're playing the quality of golf course really good for 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 the live golf i'm kind of excited to see that more than even like just them playing yeah i mean we'll see we'll see how this how the season plays out but i mean I know that the, the excitement for the first one is definitely there. It's just, is it going to be there week in and week out? I guess it, there, it won't be every week. Well, so, you know, it'll be tough to say. Cause like there, there have been these leagues like, you know, like the XFL and the USFL or whatever um, that like got a lot of interest in the first week and then they kind of die off. But to counter that also like well none of those leagues have ever gotten this much star power and yeah. none of those leagues have had any money so i mean i just wish this was backed by somebody else <laughs> like not the saudis because it would be an interesting prospect and maybe they would let them play on the pga tour still if it was backed by somebody else but yeah i wonder if the pga tour is really just using that as a crutch because they're like it's like honestly yeah. if they if they had this where they played it every couple of weeks or once a month that would be interesting. And then they go back and play the, the big it's kind of like a WGC, except like there's more of them. I mean, this is what WGC should be like. Like the WGCs are getting a little boring anyway, in my opinion. So like, why not make them like this? Like, I mean, whatever. They had the opportunity to do that, but they didn't. And somebody else would. I could emerge with Livtor or something, but no. Nope. Yeah, but they're not going to do that. They're not going to merge with the Saudis. No, because of, of the implication. Yeah. So. Shout out always sunny because <laughs> of the implication. Yeah. Uh, so on that note, do we want to get into skins? Sure. So the, we got both the RBC Canadian at St. George's, which is apparently supposed to be a really good golf course. Um, I'm excited about that in the sense that like, you know, it's good for the PGA tour. Just kind of brutal that RBC lost like, two of their three like biggest sponsors exactly so jay and exciting for them but and then uh the live series event is in london at centurion golf club which we just talked about supposed to be a really good course um but we don't know too much about centurion i feel like in terms of like competition play yeah i mean you know do a little quick from what I so while you do that, from what I've read up on St. George's, uh, so that they had the 2010, uh, I believe, RBC Canadian, or it might have not even been the RBC Canadian, just the Canadian Open. I don't know. Um, it's very, it's like very positional. You don't have to be very good off the tee, um, but you do. There's small greens. You have to be good iron player, and you know, good around the greens. So a couple couple comps I saw were pebble beach craig ranch because it's a very short golf course so they kind of looped those in um what else i mean yeah but those are two those are two of the big ones and then like i guess at centurion you'll have 48 players it's a 54 total so there's one less day no cut event um there'll be like it's some sort of team format with captains and then like a snake draft that's apparently going on right now uh, and there's a prize purse of $25 million. So yep. that's a four, $4 million, $4 million to the winner. 
So I want to talk about the live tour event first, just because it honestly intrigues me more just for this week. Um, my allegiance is still to the PGA tour, but this is just interesting as hell. So do you in, in your heart of heart think that like some of the, like some of these Asian tour guys and some of like these like amateurs and like, you know, some of these guys you probably never heard of. Do you think they have a shot to like, like compete and contend? Yes, I think so. I mean, especially some of like the amateurs or like some of the the younger guys who haven't quite like, we don't know their names yet. Like those guys come up on the PGA tour all the time and compete. Like they could definitely compete in a shortened field, shortened event. Like how many, how many times do you see a day three leader being like somebody completely random? Like, like say for example, earlier this season, Pigala was like a three day leader. I think at the, the Phoenix open, um, you know, how often do you see that now there's no fourth round. So if you're leading after three days, you won the tournament, which is an interesting prospect. Yeah. No fourth round choke. Exactly. But there will be a third, a third round. round choke. But <laughs> but yeah, they the, definitely the, have the a chance. Day choke. They definitely have a chance. Now for the first event, I'm not sure if one of those guys is going to to win it, but just because of all the like fanfare and hype around it and just like the eyes on it, like it's a lot of pressure. But um, I could definitely see a couple of those guys picking up some wins on this tour. Mm. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm very curious about the Asian tour guys. I don't know why. I just, I'm very curious about how they'll play. I have a weird feeling that like something's going to go on there and they're going to like, someone's going to play really well, but let's get into some picks. Um, let's go with live first. Who's who, who are we going? Like, are we doing what's the format of skins now that we have two? Events? Um, we'll do one, just a winner pick for the first week live, just so we figure okay. out what's going on. Maybe next week we'll expand it. There's no real odd, like there is odds, but they're not on the big sports mm-hmm. books yet. So we'll figure that out in the upcoming okay. weeks, but let's just do a winner pick. Um, looking at the updated odds. Dustin Johnson's plus four hundred and on this, so plus five hundred and the one and, and the the one that you sent, yeah. So I mean, and Taylor Gooch plus nine hundred. So yeah, not a lot of value there if you're picking DJ. But um, I mentioned him in the chat when you put in those odds. I feel like there's a little, there's pretty good value on Sam Horsfield. He's mm-hmm. a, an English native, uh, you know, playing on the European tour. He's won this year on the European tour. I think he's twenty to one. Might maybe eighteen to one, depending on. 20, yeah, um, yeah. I think there's a lo- there's pretty good value on him. He's not like somebody that we don't know, but he's not somebody that's like the biggest name out there. So I, I like the value there. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, and I think there's a couple of like Euro, Euro tour guys, DP World tour guys that you know people are probably overlooking a little bit. Um, somebody I don't see the value in is Lee Westwood. He's twenty eight to one. He's played awful golf recently i feel like over the past like six months or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. but the guy that i'm picking is charles schwartzel 31 i think there's some value in that he's been playing pretty well on tour um recently i feel like i from like what i can kind of like remember because i feel like he's 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 been putting together some weeks um and yeah i mean i think it'd be easy to be like oh 
Taylor Gooch plus 900, like Kevin Na 1400, which, you know, I don't think that's awful, Kevin Na. But I think the value is with the guy, with like the guys who are outside of that top premier group. Yeah, I agree. And I'm just like, I'm wondering like what, like how are they going to do the groups? Like, are they going to play in their teams? Are they going to play like it's a shotgun start? It's a shotgun start. So they're not even starting like one through 18, which is different. Um, really strange starting on like a random hole, which again, I don't know how that's going to work for like the end. So that means there's, uh, maybe Saturday's not maybe, I don't know. Shotgun start is interesting though. Everybody's starting at the same time, That that's craziness. If you go to one of those events, like, yeah, it's just going to be like, it's going to be happening all over the golf course. So it's crazy. really only going to be a five hour event. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. It'll slow down a little bit. That's just how professional golf goes. But no, but like what I'm saying is like there's not tea times the whole entire day. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, there's just so much going on in this live golf that I'm going to be interested in, just to see how it works. And I wonder if like if if this goes well or something goes well in this, I wonder if the PGA Tour like steals some of these ideas. Wouldn't be surprised. Like. I would, I would, I think teams on the PGA tour would be a really interesting idea. Yeah. I'm maybe for WGCs or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Just for a certain series of tournaments, not every single one, but yeah. Steal some ideas. Yeah. And then last place gets 120,000. You just show up to the event, withdraw. (laughs) Um, well, they probably don't make it then. Ah, they might. I mean, there's no cut. So you might have to play the tournament but moving on to the pga tour um rbc i see you have two picks in here which i like both yeah i mean i'll start with the top 20 if you want um i feel like this like we had to do this we had to pick him somewhere Corey connors minus 110 his home event i mean i'll just say it he's my winner yeah, the, the value is not terrible. Minus 110 at a top 20 in his home event. Like he's been pretty good this year. And like I've saw guys that I liked for top 20 that were like minus 150. So the get Corey Connors at minus 110. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there wasn't a lot of props available this week, but I feel like you know, this tournament could be one of these tournaments that goes into a playoff. So why not? Like, why? Yes, playoff plus 300. I mean. There's been a lot of playoffs on tour the last year and a half or so. So, yeah. And then for a top 40, for top 40, I don't know what the odds on it are, if I'm going to be quite honest, but I'm going with um, Austin Smotherman. He's been playing some pretty good golf. And, uh, I mean, 130. Yeah. And he's played well at both. Those two uh, comp courses I said, uh, Pebble Beach and Craig Ranch. So they use like, like T26 and like T14 or something like that. So. Right. And then I have a winner. Um, I'm going to go with Matt Fitzpatrick. Not This isn't the longest course out there. And mm-hmm. his short game is pretty good. And like he's just bound to win at some point. So this this course fits his game pretty well. And I'm going to go for it. I think he's only 16 to 1, but like still. I'm- I mean, yeah, there's no value up there because, like, you know, it's a very top-heavy field, and like maybe they won't care because it's like going into the 
into the um, the U.S. Open week, but who knows? Yeah, anytime you see multiple players under ten to one, <laughs> that's yeah. when you know the field's quite top heavy. So very top heavy, like the top heaviest I've honestly seen a field since we started this podcast. Yeah, and this is all like a sponsorship. This is a big sponsorship event. Yeah, exactly. So t- tough look for the RBC Canadian. Did you see that thing that the score is doing? They have like a like a it's like a crane and they're gonna have yes. like a betting kiosk like above the crane. Yeah. Or like the comments on that was funny. Um like where do you go to the bathroom if you have to go to the bathroom? Like how do you get That's down? Awesome. You just you just don't. Yeah. Like <laughs> so um I kind of want to see what that is all about. And yeah, do you have to sign like a waiver before you go on that thing? I'm assuming you do. Probably, I don't know. I mean, over I've, over under like five phones dropped off that thing. I'll go, I'll go under. It could happen. You're Honestly, over drinks over. up there. Like, four, four days, four days. Yeah, yeah. Items dropped off. Definitely over. Definitely over. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. So let's get in the clubhouse. End of the week. What are we doing? Home one draft. Yeah, I like a home one draft. Let's do it. Okay. You can, uh, you can we'll just switch off. You can start. Three. I gotta pull up the field. Yeah, I wanna like write it down actually. Pull can you already write it down? I'll uh, put it in the doc. Yeah, we got gotta write down the home one draft. Okay. Um, I'll start off with pull up the field here. Um, you know what? I think I think the world's going to get Harold Varner back here. Harold Varner, the third home one. He turned down the, the, the 35 million or whatever last week. Okay. You're going to give him a home one. That's good. I'm going to go David Lipsky. Don't ask me why. I just, I just saw him and I was like, yeah, that sounds like a home one. Sounds like a home one guy, right? Yeah. Um, um You got another pick. Let's go. Let's go Adam Hadwin, hometown hero. I like it. I was thinking home about a home, home, home country guy, but I decided yeah. against. Um, you know, we haven't heard his name in a while. Kramer Hickok, been a while. Okay. I like it. You know, it's always somebody that like you've heard of, but then yeah. you don't know. And then your last pick? Um, my last pick. Huh. Scrolling up and down the field trying to find a name here. Uh, give me Robert Garrigus okay. this week. I thought he was supposed to be in the live golf, but I guess not. Okay. Uh, give me Rory, um, to head a hole in one and no, not the man from Northern Ireland, Rory Sabatini, my best friend. <laughs> the new listeners, uh, Every time Pat bets on Roy Sabatini, it goes goes the other direction. Yeah, whether I bet against him, bet for him, he either plays bad or plays well. I don't know. It's I just can't get Roy Sabatini right. So I feel like we're gonna get a home one. Like we're gonna do home one draft like every couple weeks. I think we're gonna get one like pretty early on. And I think this is our second home one draft. I think we're gonna get one like like early. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and then. Premonitions to end off the week. This one will be good. This will be good. 
I haven't thought about it, but I haven't thought about now. either. But it, it's got to be live golf, right? Yeah, it's got to be live golf. Related. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll say it right now. I think the live golf tour this week is gonna like viewership is gonna be way ahead of the PGA Tour event. I think the live golf event is gonna like totally crush the the RBC Canadian Open. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go DJ doesn't finish top 20. I could see I could see a scenario where DJ took the bag and then just like kind of checks out. Yeah. I'm gonna go DJ doesn't finish top 20 in this in this 48 man event. It's kind of a bold one, but I could, I totally see that though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. On that note, wild week of golf ahead. Um just at least on Twitter, maybe not like watching wise. This might not be the most entertaining thing ever, but uh, really, we'll we'll have to see. And then next week's U.S. Open week, big episode yeah. next week, talking about Live Tour. A lot going on next week and U.S. Open. So yeah, stay tuned for that. And stay tuned as, for that. As always, uh, leave a like, leave a comment, yep. uh, subscribe to us on the podcast app that you listen on. Leave a review, five star review. We'll see you. Please next do. Week. That'd be nice. Uh, see you next week, guys. <laughs>